Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I'd like to talk with you about boundaries and business. We've all talked about having boundaries with our friends and our family members, especially that nosy aunt or uncle. But today, I want to talk about how you can create a healthy interaction with colleagues and associates, clients, and everybody else that you deal with during your nine to five or five to nine, depending on what your business is. Well, if you're interested in having healthy relationships with people in the workforce, listen to today's episode. I've got some really helpful tips that are going to help you coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. So glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to a lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening, thank you so much for sharing this podcast with someone else that you know would appreciate it. Thank you for learning more about me. Check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect, where you'll be able to sign up to my free weekly mailing list. I drop them every Monday, where you can learn more about my story, why I'm in the world of my life coach specializing in trauma and addictions. You can learn more about my story as well as a little audio that can help explain to you about the importance of understanding who you are and why your unique story is impactful for other people in your community. Also, you can check out articles and other helpful tips. If you're interested in working with me, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. That's where you'll be able to apply to work with me. And also, if you are interested in sending me a voicemail message, I'd be excited to listen to it. Check out anchor.fm slash Lee. Make sure to include in the beginning or at the end of your message, whether or not I have permission to air your podcast message. Okay. Also, please let me know your first name and your hometown. And everything we're going to be talking about is more of a one-on-one situation because for a lot of us, unfortunately, we have learned some really bad scripty messages. When I say scripty messages, from our earliest conception up to three years old, we've been heavily imprinted by our family, our friends, our culture, all that stuff to be certain ways or not be certain ways. And as a result, we try to replicate that situation with other people. That's called a script, a plan of of attack or action. And unfortunately, if we don't understand how our script runs, we unconsciously will play with other people. So that all being said, when this whole conversation of boundaries is just a start in the right direction. But I just want to let you know that, again, depending on your family of origin and your early years, early interactions with people, you've unconsciously treated other people in the same way that your family members treated you, which may or may not be helping you in your business dealing. So if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. And there's a button on contact me and you can apply to work with me if that is something that is of interest to you. But what I want to do is I just want to just open up and just start a just a general conversation about this whole this dealing of business and business communication, business networking, all that kind of stuff. 
you know, full disclosure, I remember when I was growing up and particularly in my middle school and high school years. And I thought it was just so darn hard. I couldn't relate to any of my classmates. Those that could relate were just as awkward and weird as I was. I was always stumbling and fumbling in terms of saying the things that I didn't think was offensive come to find out was completely offensive and not being able to communicate exactly what I want in a way that was clear and it was transparent and it wasn't full of games. And there is a wonderful book by Dr. Eric Burns called Games People Play. And what it is in summary is that for a lot of us, if we haven't been learning how to communicate our wants and our not wants, we resort to intimidating people with threats or seducing people with fear. And unfortunately, too many of us don't understand that there's a third option, communicating with love, meaning expressing our needs without having any sort of alternative agenda or motive or just the fear of being rejected. For so many of us, we have been so dying for attention at all costs. We learned in our earlier years that we had to resort to be irrational, belligerent, or erratic just for any attention because for some of us, some attention was better than no attention or just being acknowledged for even being present for even if it was doing bad things was was better than not being present at all or being viewed as invisible or some of us we were working overtime doubly overtime to be so good so perfect try harder be perfect that we ended up losing ourselves and not really understanding what our wants and not wants are so going back to my early years especially those school years where I was in high school and then college, I always thought to myself, I can't get along with any of my classmates. I'm always getting into fights and misunderstandings. I never really have any long-term interactions. And the reason behind it is because I'm dealing with adolescents like myself. Once I deal with adults, then it's going to be so different. And I unfortunately had to be honest with you, my 20s and somewhat to my early 30s, I still didn't get interacting with people. And it wasn't really an issue of the chronological age. It was an issue of my emotional maturity age and my desire about seeking people who also desired healthy communication. Instead, I sought extremely dysfunctional interactions, passive aggressive people, aggressive people flat out who were intimidating. And as a result, my ability to communicate deteriorated and deteriorated with each and escalating situation. One particular situation I think about that pops into my mind immensely was one job that I took. I shouldn't say a job. It was a professional career, but it ended up being nothing like a job by the time every, the dust cleared. But in the beginning, I remember my soon-to-be supervisor literally warned me about taking this job that was very stressful. There's a high turnover. The other person that I uh, I talked with also seemed as if this place was less to be desired, but I desired to be there controlling people and moving and shaking, and I I really like the 
the opportunity of traveling, opportunity of trying to supervise people, even though I had no managerial powers, if you can even get the insanity of it. I was hired to basically babysit people with no power and authority, which is an insane thing to think about now. But anyway, I couldn't think that way. I wasn't logical. And as a result, I bumped heads with a lot of people because I didn't have a clear idea of where I was, what I was supposed to do, how was I was supposed to do it. And, and my failure to communicate what I could and couldn't do, I caused a lot of problems with myself and consequently with the people I interacted with. And so this is not me just doing a confession. This is me explaining to you, for a lot of us, we have so many problems interacting with clients, customers, employees, associates, because we don't have that clarity. And what I want to do in our time with one another is explain how we can create boundaries so that we don't feel anxious or worried or afraid or shameful or the flip side, being defensive and trying to insulate ourselves from any type of constructive criticism. Because this is what I find so often with people who come work with me, where it's gotten so toxic. They fired everybody and they're by themselves and they're losing money and they don't know what to do next. And I don't want that to happen to you. And if you do, if that is happening to you, obviously there's a way to repair and restructure and rebuild, but it doesn't have to get to this point. And I think so many of us, we wait until everything just falls apart in terms of failure to have any associates in our business life where we're more or less unofficially blacklisted because we have burned so many different bridges or we've been coming on the flip side we've been coming so over accommodating so people pleasing we literally reach a burnout because we've been trying to be all things to all people and I want to let you know that there is other ways of having boundaries so I've got some bullet points that I want to talk with you today and if there's more interest you guys can message me and we can talk about a follow-up message because I think this is such important even if you're not in business, please listen up. You can apply this to your coworkers, apply this with your family members, because a lot, a lot when we're interacting with people, it's business. We're communicating because we want an outcome, and that outcome could be some form of action or inaction, meaning we're not doing this anymore because it's insane. So that all being said, let's dive into today's top issues that I want to talk with you about is, first of all, the the main question is, why do we need boundaries? Why can't we just go on autopilot? And that makes lots of assumptions, that question. That means making the assumption that we all have a mutual understanding about how we can communicate with one another. Meaning that if I say something, you'll be able to interpret it correctly and that we would have little to no problems. And I'll give you a classic example of how that doesn't work because for a lot of us, we make a lot of assumptions and that's where all the problems begin. Think about, I'm assuming that most of us have driven cars or have driver's license, motorcycle license, truck license, driver's license, all that good stuff. And did you get the permission just to hop on the road and just start driving automatically? No, you had a learner's permit. How did you get your learner's permit? Well, you had to take a test. And why did you have to take a test? Because you had to learn some basic rules of engagement. And that's why when you saw the signs about stop and yield and uh, solid yellow lines versus uh, 
dotted white lines on the road, you weren't confused. You weren't flummoxed. You're like, okay, I understand there's some rules of engagement. Unfortunately, for a lot of us, if we were scripted to get into conflict when we really needed to de-escalate or perhaps when we needed to ask questions, we shut down or we ran away. Those were the rules of engagement that were learned during your early childhood years. And that's the scripting that I'm talking about. I'm also going to leave a link about learning your script if you're interested in it. Because for a lot of us, we've gone on autopilot doing certain things, not knowing why in the world we did it. And the same thing goes for our communications and business and everywhere else where we inadvertently communicate communicate with people, expecting them to understand what we're doing in our intentions. And the fact of the matter is they don't. They don't understand because they have their own individual background and their own preferred mode of communications. Unless we're trained to understand not just the way we communicate, but other way, ways people communicate. That's how we can, we can't eliminate any of the miscommunication, but at least we can smooth things over. So that's why it's so vitally important for us to be able to have boundaries to understand how much we should share, how much we shouldn't share, who should we share it, how much of our information should we share with that particular person, and on and on and on it goes. We need boundaries so that we can be able to eliminate not just the confusion, but to minimize our stress and anxiety with dealing with different people. And talking about eliminating stress, let's talk about this issue about wasting time and energy. Business boundaries are so essential because when you're very clear about what you want to share, who you want to share it, and how you want to share with someone, you're not spending your time with non-like-minded people. I'll never forget in the beginning of my business, when I say the beginning of my business, I, I'm thinking about even the earlier, earlier years where I would go to all these business networking events. And the only criteria that for me was that it was a business networking event. I never gave any further thought about whether or not I wanted to be hanging around people who were just beginning their business, budding business owner or seasoned business owner. I didn't understand that someone who's been in business with 10 and 15 years deep has a completely different struggle than someone who has just started working on their business plan or someone who maybe haven't been in business for maybe 10 years, but they're not as successful as someone who has been in business for five years and has mentorship and training and the types of conversations that go on between all these different types of people. So when you have that clarity, you set your boundaries on saying to yourself, okay, I really want to hang out with people who may not have X amount of years, but they're making X amount of money. Or I'm interested in people who are focused on my particular industry because my particular industry has different challenges. Like for example, I can learn from everyone in business, but I typically get my guidance. I get advice about marketing and business branding and all that stuff from service people and mental health care professional areas. Not to say that I couldn't get advice from dentists or acupuncturists because you could say, well, they're in healthcare. No, I get my advice, my wisdom, my information from licensed clinical social workers, psychoanalysts, psychiatrists, those cares, 
areas because when you're dealing with issues of the psyche of the mind you really need to be very fine-tuned about what you're saying to people because that could have a huge impact on their lives and that all being said i also would get my marketing business information from them because they are communicating with people that i would work with one-on-one so when we're having boundaries we have to have that clarity about who we're talking to and why we're talking to someone. For a lot of us, we just go on autopilot and think, well, just because they're available means I can talk with them. Well, that could be, but you can spin a lot of wheels. I remember a a mentor once told me that if you're going to be a business coach, because at the time I was doing business coaching, don't expect that you're going to give business consulting people to people in a homeless encampment meaning that their biggest struggle is just getting housing. And you're talking to them about growing a business. People can only grow unless they've got their basic needs set out. So going back to the whole idea of when we're interacting with people, you want to want to interact with people who are literally similar to your industry or in your industry and have a same amount of maturity level. I have made the mistake of trying to lift people up who weren't ready to be lifted up and feeling disappointed, feeling hurt. And the, and the the flip side happened where I know there are people who were trying to lift me up and I wasn't interested. And they thought that they could intimidate me into being where they were at when the fact of the matter is I wasn't ready at the time. Be very clear about where you're at and where other people were at before you have that conversation. Otherwise, you're going to set yourself up for a whole world of confusion okay now that being said not everyone should be your business bud i can't tell you how many times i've met people who were checking off the boxes meaning that they were able to meet me intellectually emotionally and our business goals we were checking off all those boxes but unfortunately they had a temperament that completely conflicted my temperament. And because we couldn't meet each other halfway, we couldn't really form any long-term bonds. Are you trying to stick a peg into a round hole in terms of communicating with people that just don't gel well with you? For example, you're very vivacious and you're exuberant and you're trying to connect with people who are very aloof. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't connect with aloof people, but it's going to be really hard unless they desire to get over their own shyness and you're just bursting with energy and they just want to run and hide when you're just coming out, bursting from the scenes with your ray of sunshine and, and all your and your energy. For some people, that just freaks the hell out, hell out of them. And so save yourself some stress, save yourself some frustration. And be understanding that everyone that you meet, even though if they're checking off boxes, meaning that, oh, they have this characteristics and they come from this background and they know this thing, doesn't mean that they're meant to be your business bud. That doesn't mean they're meant to work with you. I, I've, I'm thinking about one particular intern that I worked with many years ago, and she was very accomplished. She was very talented in her non-business pursuits. She seemed fabulously wonderful. The problem is when we started working with one another, it was very clear there was some character traits of hers that completely clashed with mine. I had to let her go. 
Are you keeping on to people that at first glance, it seems like a great idea, but it's really not when you think about the interactions are just misfire in terms of you're asking them to do A, they're ended up doing D, D, you're asking them to do C, they're ended up doing D. And you're just thinking to yourself, wait a minute, I thought we were running in parallel. But in in fact, we're running completely opposite of one another in terms of the things that we're seeking to obtain. And when those moments happen, you're going to have to set some clear boundaries about whether or not your expectations were even realistic. They had an expectation that they failed to communicate, or perhaps this is just not a good fit. And that's okay to say to yourself, you know what? I like you. I also like me, but I realize that this arrangement is not going to work. So setting boundaries also means learning when to let go. And for so many of us, we've thought that we had to hold on desperately to certain people thinking that I'm never going to meet anyone quite like this person and I never will. It's been such a struggle. I've been waiting for years to work with this type of person or this type of client or this type of employee. It comes in so many different flavors. We can just finally admit to ourselves, this ain't going to work and trying to keep this relationship going in any type of function, whether or not they're a, a business acquaintance or employee or whoever is actually going to do us all more harm than good. And so if we can't come to resolution, always probably seek to a resolution. I just have to say that because I've known so many people just, just rather be abrupt and end situations rather than working through the discomfort. Remember, any type of chaos can result and complexity, and complexity re- results in networking, meaning that if we can actually work through all the confusion and the discomfort, there's actually a better, brighter place. But if you've tried to do your best, it's time to just cut things cut short and let people be at peace with another different type of relationship. And they might find out that they were not happy to begin with, and they might find a better fit for them wherever that next step goes, or for you, for that matter. And it's okay to let things go, okay? And the last thing that I want to talk with you about is that don't assume that everyone has great communication skills. I really believe that if I was very clear about my wants and not my not wants, and I communicated with people those things that they would be able to understand and they would be able to respect what I wanted to do. And even if we couldn't agree, we could come to some type of resolution. And that is not the case at all. Have you ever met people where you were very crystal clear about the time, the date, the schedule, and something always popped up where they had a late cancellation or they were having some type of delay that was always beyond their control and nothing ever came to pass? Here's the thing. They might have their own inabilities to communicate, their own issues, their own constraints. And unfortunately, that resulted in the dissolution in your relationship with them because of their failure to communicate all the things that were going by the scenes because of their own failure to communicate with themselves about what they wanted, what they don't want. A lot of people you may have approached or you may have done yourself instead of saying, hey, I can't do this. This is not a good time frame. This is not even a good opportunity. They feign interest. They feign happiness. Oh, yes, I would like to do this. And always dropping the ball, always being late, always not being able to do certain things. 
and to the point where the other person has become so disinterested and so disheartened by your lack of follow through and commitment that the project just fizzles out and they just want you to do the dirty work of ending it or perhaps you wanted other people doing the dirty work of ending it rather than just communicating. I'm thinking about one particular situation where I agreed with working with someone many years ago about a different project and I would call, and they said, okay, let's just every Wednesday, we'll talk. Well, Wednesday came, let's call up, let's talk about this project. Oh, I'm unavailable right now. Things are really busy. Let's try again next week, Wednesday. And you would believe up to six weeks Wednesday, I finally got the message. Every, each and every time we would make maybe a little bit of progress and then backtrack a little bit of progress. And at the end, I was like, you know what? It's clear to me that this is not a priority to you. Why don't you contact me when your schedule resolves itself? And lo and behold, nothing ever happened. Never heard from that person ever again about falling through on that particular project. For so many of us, we're so fearful of rejecting because we are fear of being rejected ourselves. And that's a deeper issue that is more of a one-on-one program thing to understand the reasons behind that. But all we can do is keep our side of the street clean and understand that we can do our best with other people communicating, but how they want to communicate with us is on them. As long as we're clear about what we can do, what we can't do, what we won't do, because we've learned from experience that this certain type of dynamic and these certain type of interactions are unhealthy. So be very clear and that will help you to be very understanding, sympathetic that other people that you interact with may not have that level of clarity. doesn't mean that you can't interact with them. It just means that you won't give them a lot of responsibility. It means that you won't be able to connect with them on a deeper level other than with people that have done the work like you are doing right now, you're listening, you're doing the work, you're understanding that it's a constant evolution, meaning that as you learn through different experiences, you learn more about yourself, you become more clear about what your boundaries are. And then wash and repeat, you keep learning more about yourself again and again and again. This is not a one and done process. Boundaries are something that we all need to continue to work on until the day we die. This is not something that I could wish I could tell you. Well, listening to this podcast within itself is enough. And of obviously accountability and introspection is the key to clear communications. So let's kind of recap everything that we've talked about. Okay. First and foremost, understand that boundaries are essential. Okay. If we want to be able to communicate clearly, we have to understand what we don't want why we want it, how we want to obtain it, where we want to obtain it, and not assuming that everyone's along the same page with us. Remember, there are people who may be able to make as much money as you are in your business or not more, but they have a clear problem of expressing their needs. That's a huge issue if you need very explicit communication. Understand and respect that everyone's on different journeys, okay? And not everyone that you meet in business has to be your business, but that's why you have to be clear about what's important to you and try to communicate with them, meaning that expressing your discomfort and your fears and not resorting to intimidating people or abruptly leaving or letting the ball drop and letting the relationship just fizzle out by through non-action. We know that there's better ways of doing things. And I know that the tools that 
at least that we're sharing right now is going to be a step in the right direction. All right, that's it. I have a question for you. What are you doing to create better business boundaries? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a audio message or connect with me on info.denisetealy.com slash connect. Well, that is it. If you found this podcast episode helpful to you, please share it with someone else. Well, take care and be awesome.